Hey, hey, everybody, what's up? Joe McCall, REI in your car. Got a short little uh, podcast here for you, and um, I'm actually driving home from a real estate class. So as a lot of you know, I have my real estate license and um, every year or two years or something like that, I don't know, <laughs> you've got to take these classes and some of them are core classes like required and some of them are electives and yeah. So anyway, I took two of them today. So my mind's a little fried and uh, one of them was about agencies, like creating agencies and disclosures and stuff like that. And the other one was about 1031 exchanges, which was interesting. Both of these I thought would be incredibly boring, but it was actually fascinating. Just learning more about the stuff. You know, you always think you know everything, but then you sit down with an expert who really does, and you're like, oh, I guess I didn't know everything. <laughs> and uh, which shouldn't be surprising to me because I, I don't know everything. I'm just being funny, I guess. Anyway, uh, the lady who was teaching on agency, it's a required class, and she was actually really funny, so it was, it was fun. She told me afterwards, I complimented her, I said, that was a really good class. And she said, well, you know, someone told me one time, there's no subject that's ever boring, only the teachers are boring, or something like that. And uh, I thought, well, kind of true. <laughs> hey, anyways, I wanted to talk to you today about something pretty cool that uh, I think you might find interesting. And it's a good negotiating technique. It's a good simple way to handle objections. And I'm going to give you an acronym, CRIAC. And uh, write this down if you've got a pen and paper, because I think this is, will be important for you to remember and practice, okay? The CRIAC is C-R-I-A-C, C-R-I-A-C. And by the way, I'm not driving right now, in case you're wondering. I'm parked so I can actually look at my notes here, because I was writing this down. And I, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not a good negotiator. That's one of the reasons why I partner with local wholesalers. But I've been doing deals for a long time, and I know that when I actually do this stuff, or when I and when I see other people do this stuff, it actually works. And it works really, really well. And if it doesn't work, then it tells you, well, you know what, I'm working with somebody who's not motivated and doesn't want to do business today, and that's fine, right? So CRIAC, C-R-I-A-C. And that stands for Cushion, Restate, Isolate, Answer, and close okay cushion restate isolate answer and close so a cushion would be like by the way you should always call them by name too right so let's say for an example you're you're selling a deal and the and the buyer says you know what your price is too high and so the cushion would be you know what jim i understand and then you restate you think the price is too high right so i'm just calling them by name acknowledging them saying yep you know what i understand and I restate what their objection is, you think the price is too high. And just shut up and listen. Be quiet. Let them say something. They say, yeah, yeah, it is. And then you isolate it. And you say, you know, listen, is, is the price the only thing that would keep you? Is because the price is too high? Is, is that the only reason that would stop you from making an offer? Is the price the only thing that would keep you from making an offer? And he says, yeah. And then your answer would be, okay, well, if we could make an offer... If you could make an offer for a price that would work for you, would you be willing to write up a contract and make an offer today? And he says, yeah. I said, great, here's a contract, let's do it. The reason why I want an offer from this buyer, by the way, is because 
I might be able to go back to the seller and renegotiate another price. This is this is all in the example. In this example, I've I'm wholesaling a deal. I got it under contract with a seller, and uh, sometimes a buyer is just like, no, I'm not interested. But you got to dig in and find why. And I want them to make an offer because maybe my price is too high. Right? It's much easier to go back to a seller and renegotiate. So again, I'm just like, man, Bob, I understand. You think the price is too high. Is that the only thing that's keeping you from making an offer? Yeah, you know, well, okay, so if you could make an offer for a price that would work for you, let's write up a contract today. Would you want to do that? Yeah, okay, great. Here's a contract. Let's make an offer right now, and I will see what I can do. I mean, that's just an example. May not be a good example. I don't know. Let me give you another one. I'm making an offer to a seller, okay? And my offer, it's a cash offer, and it's too low. The seller says... No, I can't do that. Uh, your offer is too low. Okay, Susie, I understand. I hear you. My offer is too low. Is that the only reason why you won't take my offer? Yeah, that's it. All right, so if I made an offer for a price that would work for you, would you be willing to sign a contract today? I'm trying to figure out. I'm just trying to isolate and get an answer like, yeah. Yeah, if you made me a better offer for the price that would work for me, yeah, I would sign a contract today. Okay. So, I, great, that's awesome. Um, I can get you that price. Maybe, I don't know if this will work for you or not. Let me just ask you a question here. I could get you that price if you could do some seller financing or lease options. You probably wouldn't be interested in, interested in hearing more about that, would you? I might even ask this other question here. Okay, so let me ask you something. You, you really need this price. What are you going to do if you can't sell it for that price? Are you going to rent it out? And I'm kind of opening up a new loop to figure out, okay, would they be open to maybe doing some seller financing uh, lease option? Or um, what are they going to do if they can't sell the house? You know, just asking them this objection, this question that they've probably not thought about much. You know, and I know their realtor's not asking them this question. Like, what are you going to do if you can't sell this house? Are you going to rent it? What are your options? Then it kind of goes into this new loop, a new objection might be, well, you know what, I don't want to do a lease option. I, I, don't, I just want to sell it. And I might ask them, well, why is that? Well, I just, I, I don't want to be a long distance landlord. So here's the cushion. Here's the, I'm, I'm looking at my notes here. Here's the cushion. And I spelled cushion wrong. That's annoying. <laughs> okay, so here's my, uh, my cushion. Okay, John, I understand your concern. Um, you don't want to be a long-distance landlord. You don't want to deal with tenants that are a thousand miles away, right? Yeah. So is that the only reason why you'd want to, would not want to do a lease option or seller financing or whatever? Yeah. Now, if he says, no, there's other reasons, okay, that's fine. You do the same process with each of those reasons, right? But let's say that's his only reason. You say, oh, yeah, that's the only reason. So, okay, Mr. Seller, if I showed you a way that I could manage the property for you and you wouldn't have to be a long-distance landlord, would you want to do business today? Or you could say, what would you want to do then? So if I showed you a way that I could manage the property for you and you wouldn't have to worry about it, what would you want to do then? Or you could ask this kind of a question. You know, okay, if I showed you a way where I could rent it from you and take care of all the maintenance and repairs so you don't even have to be a landlord, would you be open to that? Or would you rather deal with the tenant directly yourself? Hmm, I like that question, right? So you know what? I might be interested in that. Okay, so great. Let me do this, Mr. Seller. Let me do a little research. I got the information here. Let me send you over an agreement or a proposal. You can look it over. And let's discuss this later today. By the way, I'm doing these deals virtually. Typically, when I'm negotiating a deal, I'm on the phone. I don't like going to sellers' houses. Although it's a good idea, 
but you can negotiate a lot of these things over the phone. So my close might be, hey, listen, I'm going to put together an agreement. Just send it over to you so you can review it. Let me ask you something, though, Mr. Seller. If I send you something and you do agree to the terms, would you be willing to sign it today? I want to get a commitment from them, right? I want them to say yes or no. And let them know it's okay to say no. So yeah, yeah, okay, so let me send it to you. Let's uh, schedule the time to talk again. Today at 5 or um, at 6, what would be better for you? I give them two options. I don't ask them to give me a time. I'm going to give them later that day or first thing in the morning. Does that make sense? So I hope that helps. Maybe those are good examples. Maybe they aren't. I'm sure some of you guys who are much better negotiators thought... Uh, some better responses to that. But that's a good little acronym to uh, keep in your mind. C-R-I-A-C, CRIAC, CRIAC, Cushion. By the way, call them by name, so maybe uh, N-CRIAC, N-CRIAC. <laughs> call them by name, cushion it, restate what they said, isolate it, isolate what their objection is, get them to isolate it for you, and then answer, and then close. Cushion, restate, isolate, answer, close. Cool? You like that? Hey, by the way, I talked about lease options a little bit. And if you didn't know, if you're if you're hiding under a rock and you've never listened to my podcast before, I'm releasing a new book, Wholesaling Lease Options. I'm super pumped about it and excited. Just released it. If you want more information about my book, go to wlobook.com, wlobook.com. I printed like a hundred of them. I'll pay for the book printing. If you pay for the shipping, I'll ship it to you and uh, give you the book for free if you just pay for shipping and handling. So if you're interested in the book, it's a real simple book. You can read it in two or three hours. And I basically explain all the simple steps to wholesaling lease options. And I talk a lot about how to talk to sellers and some good questions to ask. And uh, it's a great little read. You're going to learn something about it um, that you will be able to use in your business because a lot of times if you're doing wholesaling, the seller is not going to want um, to sell it for as cheap as you need to wholesale it at, right? And so you need to be in a position where you can give them uh, other options. And lease options are fantastic options to give them. And you can do lease options on nice homes, pretty homes, which I prefer, but you can also do lease options on junker homes. So this may be uh, a property that needs a ton of work, and um, you can still do lease options on junkers that need a lot of work. And I talk about that in the book. So Go to WLO Book if you want to get it. I'll see you guys. Take care. Bye.